0: My name is Danny and I play in a band called Output 111 Cold Waves of Comfort was the name of an album that I had worked on for the past three or four years. Is your last name pronounced with a hard T or is It, it is, a- it is a Corbett, it is Corbett. a hard Corbett. Aaron Corbett, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having
1: me. Excited to be here. What do you think? Yeah, I thought it was great. I loved, I loved what you did with all of my stems. I love just like the wash of, uh, of sound and just like the reverb and the way that was going on and just how like the vocal, like the chanty part of my song got worked in with like other chanty parts of other songs. Uh, I don't know specifically what else you're uh, sampling. Um, it sounded like some inter-arma, but I might be wrong about that. Um, it sounded awesome though. It sounded really cool. Just like a huge wash of sound. Loved all like the pitch down drums and stuff. A- excellent. Excellent all around.
0: And I think one of the things that I started as soon as I got the stems was like, just take calling one take like hell hole and then mm-hmm. just covering it in overdrive and aggressive sub bass and then nice. slow it stretching it down
1: yeah hellhole is definitely the vibe so that that works that worked perfectly
2: <laughs> i am gonna say it sounds like a sun song
1: a sun sl- like, turn, like a
2: sun tr- Yeah, sun-o. yeah yeah <laughs> you turned that track into it. it's funny you say in Tararma, who i love Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this just like summed it up.
0: Yeah, cool droney shit. Did you, uh, did either of you catch, like, this was just like a little cute idea for me, was to mix some of, Aaron, you're, you had like like a, I think it was a piano part, or it might have been like a piano and synth mm-hmm. them, and I mixed it over a piece that Vic wrote uh for the demo fest.
1: Oh. Yeah, was that like the the piece with like a little guitar on it, or?
0: No, it was after the main song, so there was like there was like an extended ambient guitar bit and then there's the mm. main song. Okay, and the, yeah. And then there's like this wicked drum thing that, that Vic wrote um, yeah. for a Vapor Big song. Cool.
1: Yeah, it sounded really cool. It, yeah,
0: I wanted to try and emulate you guys jamming. Uh, <laughs> we jammed together once
1: and then the pandemic happened like the next day, so I feel a little responsible for that.
2: That did happen, damn.
1: Yeah, it was a great jam. It was. I felt good about it. But then, literally, like the next week, everything shut down. <laughs> like a day later. Did you get any of it on record? No, no. It was so fresh. It was too fresh to even record. It was just like one of those, you know, moments in time that happened and um, cannot ever be replicated and will never be heard. But it was great.
2: <laughs> With our friend Kieran, the Mirage. Yeah. Kiran Mirage. Kiran Fuck Mirage. <laughs> Their middle name is fuck. I don't know if anybody most people don't know that,
1: but Yeah, it's one of those one of those Kiran facts that only, only real Kiran heads know.
2: <laughs> I miss it. It's been a long time.
1: Yeah, just jamming in general.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I also miss Karon. Yeah.
1: I Go saw her and I saw him uh two nights ago. We saw Candyman together.
2: Oh shit.
1: It was good. It was great. I enjoyed it. The,
2: the movie or is it the band I don't know about? No, the movie. The, oh, the fantastic. remake. Yeah.
1: Oh wait, yeah. there's a remake? Yeah, there's a remake produced by uh and written by Jordan Peele I'm so fucking old I didn't even know. <laughs> it's good. Co written. Co written, yeah, co written. Yeah, there's like three screenwriters or something on Is it. Is it worth
0: watching? Yeah, 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 I would say so, for sure. Cool.
1: It's definitely like, yeah, it's a different different vibe and different, uh, it's different from the original, but like in a, in a good way. Yeah. It's a, it's a sequel. Yeah, it, it surprised me. I thought it was going to be just more of like a, of a remake, but it's uh, it's pretty directly a sequel. Like it, it um, mentions a lot of stuff that happens in the original movie. Don't Tony
2: Todd and Virginia Matson like reprise their roles? I think
1: so. There's definitely some reprisals going in. I like. I just I watched the original like not too long ago, but I already kind of forgot who was who in it and what happened, Though so. Virginia
2: Matson's the white savior lady. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yeah. She. So she Tony definitely... Todd is Candyman.
2: Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, Tony the, Todd's back. The
1: hook man. Yes, the guy with the hook. The bees. Are they still making him eat real bees, or are they uh, CGIing it now? Um. No one ate any real bees that I noticed. Um, at least on camera. I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but
0: um, but it's a ve- it's a it vegan was... movie then this time around. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Not digitally. Yeah. Uh Yeah, I've
2: been I've been really waiting um, like responses yeah. on this because I've only seen the trailer, and you're the first person that you're you're also the only person to say that it's good.
3: Oh really? Am I the I, only person? I've heard
2: like I've definitely <laughs> seen some mixed reviews. I, I but but there's only one other person who's said that they've heard that it's not (laughs) oh true i could see like (laughs) that's where that's what i'm working with here
1: yeah this balance (laughs) i could definitely see like why some people might have some criticisms of it um there's kind of just like some loose plot threads and things like that um but it's good it's a good i would i would recommend it if you if you're into horror movies and as far as like you know modern reboots go of Of classic things i think it's i think it's pretty solid
0: did you catch it in the theater or did you uh... yeah yeah i caught it in theater that's crazy Mm -hmm. It's crazy you can just do that do you think if you watched it on your laptop your response would be a lot different
1: yeah probably that's that's true with with i feel with most movies i definitely there's a lot of really cool um like sound design and um Mm -hmm. music that I, i think really you know having that Five point one surround sound theater environment really helped with that. Yeah, if, yeah, you know, I would have still enjoyed it if it was on on a laptop. But um, yeah, I would recommend. I recommend it. Recommend it. <laughs> There's two things
2: I know about this movie coming out. Is that I think the composer is like. The number one reason i'm stoked for it even more yeah. than nia da costa because yeah. it's lichen yeah. i yeah. love that guy's
1: work it, it, the soundtrack is really great and, and like the, the original soundtrack was philip glass so it's hard to like it's a tough shoes to fill but uh it's very it, good. yeah
2: and then I, I re-watched the original one recently i remember liking the the philip glass score a lot more the first time
3: oh yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. second time like glass just
1: ain't cutting it <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like when you, you know, for some film reason, film, he has his his kind of like signature composition techniques that uh, work really well in the right context. But I looked at what he was doing lately. Like the last scores he did was for like the fantastic, like one of the Fantastic Four movies or something like that. Like one of those really oh, shitty. Oh, for real? Yeah, and I was like, what are what are you doing, man?
3: What's happening?
0: <laughs> yeah, he was doing like credit cards that make you cry as well. Like those commercials, right? Oh, really?
3: Oh, I mean, wow.
0: they took that. Am I am I confusing Philip Glass for somebody else? But like layered pianos that like start off very melancholy and sad, and then kind of build up and.
2: Yeah, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did come across a headline that said it doesn't matter if the new Candyman isn't any
1: good. I mean, no. Like that's just a true headline. You could write that that's... about anything. <laughs> <laughs> like it doesn't matter if a movie's good or not. It really doesn't. Um, so these
2: are these are these are the uh, these are the opinions I'm contending with. You know what? I've seen a lot of. Um, That's not even an opinion. It's just. This is this click, a statement. clickbait? I yeah. didn't
1: go through with. I've seen a lot of article headlines from kind of like, you know, liberalish. Outlets like Slate and stuff kind of just reviews are like, yeah, Candyman is like, it's okay. It's like testing the limits of what a progressive movie can be, and I think part of that reason is because a lot of the movie kind of like rags on gentrifiers and and it's it kind of like rags on you know white liberals who you know uh, displace low income people and marginalized communities. So I, I I haven't read any of these articles, but I feel like part of it is is maybe some reviewer taking some of the things in that movie a little too personally. That's just, that's just speculation. That's just, uh, ir- irresponsible speculation on my part, but. Huh. No. C- couldn't, couldn't be. Yeah.
2: Th- those guys are right on the money. Slate?
3: <laughs> Fingers Next on the Next thing you're pulse.
2: telling me salon? <laughs> Ain't reputable journalism? Yeah. Candyman. Yeah. Candyman. <laughs> ah! Don't you say it. There was an interview that I clicked on, only to find out if she ever said Candyman five times.
1: Oh, and did she?
2: She's like hell no. Didn't yeah. you never, never have, never will. She she cut the tapes off when viewing the auditions.
1: Oh my god! Before
2: they got to the fifth one.
1: Uh, yeah, like I the mean... most
2: important one. She never, she never saw because you know she and she's like, oh, after all that, she's like, but I'm not superstitious, you know. So, <laughs> Can't have that in my brain.
1: Yeah. I mean that's fair. I, I, I would be, I would be scared too. I went into the washroom afterwards after the movie and was like, just didn't make eye contact with the mirror. Just like, I'm not going to do it. Because what if I'm, what if I'm driven to say it by my own hubris? It's no good.
0: What can we, what can we ask you about the single liver? What can we ask you
2: that we, we don't have you know? yeah.
0: <laughs> from the internet? Because I can,
2: I can cut any of. <laughs> we have your socials we have your twitter your fucking instagram
1: your linkedin what Uh, don't we know about you it's all there it's everything you need to know my life is an open book (laughs) um it's a great it's a great great song i made it (laughs) that's all that's all
2: facts
0: thank you and it's got dope video as well.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really rushed to, to complete that video and I'm glad I finished it eventually.
0: So the video was uh, like, you designed that yourself?
1: Yeah, I did. I did all that, all of, all of the video myself. Yeah, I did it all in Unity. I was going for just like, you know, cult in a cave messing with magic they shouldn't be messing with. Just like a classic, classic cautionary tale, I think.
2: <laughs> That's crazy. Like that really actually came through and thank i got you. that from watching it <laughs> Thank you. i would i would have been good with just well like a lot more abstract version of that but mm-hmm. it really was just what you just said
1: thank you so much <laughs>
2: from yeah. like from like square boxy beings yeah
1: yeah yeah running around yeah i try to always have like some um narrative element in in the music videos i make even if it's very like even if it's like not at the forefront like i don't I'm not super interested in making just like music videos that are, that are purely abstract. Like not that, like there's tons of cool music videos that are like that, but I, I do enjoy trying to shoehorn in some kind of, if not a narrative, then at least like a, a cohesive series of events.
2: And you made another one recently, right? Yeah. Just, just around the same time for Ramsh. Yeah. 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 I've made
1: Ramsh. Yeah. A Ramshi. Um, That was a fun video. I've made, um, five music videos this year. One of them is coming out later tonight with, with, uh, Pierce Ulvai, the bass clarinetist. Bass That's clarinet
3: right. Player. Damn,
1: you get the plug it here. Yeah. <laughs> what a joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been great. I've, I've really like, if you had said a year ago that I would be like making music videos for all these people, I'd be like, I wouldn't, I haven't even made any music
0: video. <laughs> it's, it's been a wild year. And I've i really enjoyed it. You were posting about switching over from Unity to Unreal. Have you started trying that? Or? Yeah, I started um, just earlier this week. Actually, just kind
1: of been going through this course about um, that's that's literally geared towards people who are familiar with Unity and want to switch over to Unreal. Um, and it's been it's been very fruitful so far. I've They're they're not as dissimilar as I thought. I thought there would be like hugely different workflows, but it's been very good so far, which is exciting because I don't know. I'm just always excited to learn something new. (laughs) Oh, you know what? You know there might be
2: an angel liver remix coming down the line from myself. Oh, really? When I finish it, yeah. Really? I I chose this moment to announce that to you. Oh, cool! (laughs) That's such a blessing. No, absolutely. That's
1: that's really cool. That's that's awesome. I'm excited to
2: hear it. I'm I'm excited to hear it too. uh, But you can't expect any music from me at any point. All right, I will expect to to be finished ever. So, (laughs) Um, but it's 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 actually almost done. Cool. That's that's
1: that's really cool. I'm excited to hear that. I also have a there's a remix coming from uh, Animal Party. I don't know if any of you know know her. I do. Yeah, she's doing a remix for that uh song and that's going to be coming out sometime this month as well. Just so happened like
2: one of the last sets I saw before the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I think I think I was there too. I think I was also yep. at that show. Yeah. Down. Lands down memories. That venue was right across from where I used to live and I'm that's just a fact. <laughs> it's just it's just a thing. Yep down Memories, nothing like them. That's that's a place I'm hoping can get more action. Yeah, it's a neat little future. area. It's a, I hope a, little, a little basement venue gets more shows going again. So, yeah, what do
2: you think? Like, put together a remix EP, put it out on a glue gun or
1: warp? Yeah, a warp, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Warp's,
2: yeah, warp's a good idea. All right, all right. Um, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe hit up Hyperdub for a... Hyperdub, yeah. You know? Just to keep our options open, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Hyperdub's well, Hyperdub's going to be, be reissuing all yeah, of mine. My... Always, you always got to have Warner Bros. <laughs> in your back pocket. It's
1: just true. Last resort. It's the only way you can get into Space Jam 3, which is my big goal. I want oh, f- to fight that Bugs
3: Bunny. Kill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want to beat up Bugs Bunny.
0: You have a show coming up in October, right?
1: I have t- two to three shows coming up in October. And I, um, the third show is like a bit of a bit of an X factor right now, but there's there's two confirmed shows, which is it's, uh, it's a reality show. Yeah, it's a, re- it's a reality <laughs> show. <laughs> Letting <laughs> a camera crew a in. Search. <laughs> <laughs> it's me searching for an intern to do all my taxes. Nice, I look forward to that one. No,
3: <laughs> thanks.
1: Um, yeah, no, no, uh, the show on October 15th at the Bovine Sex Club with my good pals in Martian Crisis Unit and Broken Wolves. Um, that's, I'm, you know, very excited for that. It's a Friday night, Bovine mm-hmm. Sex Club, popular spot. Uh, I feel like so weird... I haven't done much promotion for these shows yet because I'm I'm very nervous that there's gonna be another lockdown in the fall. And so I'm like try not to get too excited about this. Um but you know, fingers crossed that they happen. So yes, yeah, the October 15th, Bovine Sex Club with Martian Crisis Unit and Broken Wolves. And then the week after that at the Baby G, I'm playing um Ultra Magazine's uh, one-year anniversary show,
0: which is on the twenty-first
1: of October. So,
0: is that that's, the? Sorry? sorry, no. You go ahead. I, I was going to ask if that's with, and then I think you started.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's with it's with Luke Picuda and Robin Hatch, two very cool artists.
0: Yeah, I saw Robin Hatch getting into some trouble with Kanye fans over on Twitter. <laughs> really. <laughs>
1: Oh no! It's so easy to get in trouble with Kanye fans. They have this the this, this thinnest skin, just like the softest, softest little people. Just like you say, like one like neutral thing about Kanye, and they're like, Bleh. it's 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 too it's too easy.
0: She didn't even say anything that like controversial. She just posted a picture of the Donda review on Kanye right. next yeah. to like her. I don't know if it's a preview or a review because I don't know if it's out yet. Right. But yeah, that that caused her some shit. Oh my god, It's so funny.
1: I mean, it sucks that like she got harassed or whatever. But like, God, Kanye fans. Ugh, what can you do? What can you say? What's there to say? Are we talking about Kanye West? No, Kanye uh, Smith. Smith.
2: <laughs> oh, from the Matrix.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: that that makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to mess with that. Yeah, you don't want to mess with that. Yeah, he
0: took the um, he took the red pill. <laughs>
1: sure did i tried listening to donda i made it like 20 minutes into it and i was like you know shrug just a big shrug big shrug on oh that. is that the new album yeah
2: <laughs> can you imagine if i i tried pretending but oh yeah no i have i have heard of this uh it's it's past my radar yeah cool i'm glad you gave it an honest shot <laughs> I'm
1: glad it certainly did happened i'll listen to anything at least uh Ten percent of the way through it—that's fair. I think that's about the level
2: most things deserve.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what it sounds like. I just been reading, you know, been reading music sites,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, it's taking a toll. <laughs> no, no, no one should read that shit. No one should, <laughs> no read, should read, read those things. No one should read. It's not... no one needs to engage with music culture.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, most music sites aren't like. To what extent are they engaging with music culture? And to what extent are they just like rehashing publicity statements? Yeah, that that's kind of what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> seven, seven ways Olivia Rodrigo's new single will change your life.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you got to keep those hedge funds happy, though. You do. Yeah. It is. I'm, yeah. Still dead spin you. Yeah. <laughs> Every
1: morning I wake up and I'm like, how can I make a hedge fund happy today? Stream Angel
2: Liver 300 <laughs> times on Do Spotify. Do it. Today, 250 here. tomorrow, 200 the day after. It's a strict regimen. Get, get all the stands on it. Stream about you poop. Stream
3: about <laughs> you eat. Stream <laughs> about you
2: eat. See, I know business. Yeah. That's great I just, business. I just don't. I just don't put in any. Yeah, mm. that's my problem. I'm not a go getter. No, that's what I've been more told. of. A, more of a guru. More of a go taker. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I have, I have entitlement issues. <laughs> I want it. I want it now, and I want it free. You cut it out. I don't know how you ended that sentence. I said I want it now, and I want it free. Give me your QR codes. Oh, okay okay give them all to me
1: i don't know if, if that was a sentence worth repeating
2: but <laughs> i'll say it again say Do it any it. day please i want it now and i want it free. <laughs> <laughs> i mean content
1: yeah well i got i
2: got content
1: yeah how's the patreon going oh it's all right um, it's, uh, it's almost on two years of having a Patreon and I've almost, uh, been able to maintain 10 patrons. So that's pretty exciting.
3: I sound that's like, pretty cool. I, I, like it's,
1: it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but really it is, it is nice to have like even, even a small kind of group of people who are willing to give me some money every month. And it's a good outlet for like, just kind of posting stuff that, uh, I don't know, demos that I do that don't end up anywhere and like covers of shit that I wouldn't necessarily want to like put on Spotify or anything like that. Mm. But just like just like unpolished kind of work in progress stuff. It's 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 been enjoyable for that.
2: True. We're talking Billy Corrigan singing sweet element
3: <laughs> I gotta do perfect yeah, I,
1: example. <laughs> I gotta do a, a proper cover of that. Yeah, that would be that would be the the best thing I could do with my time
2: <laughs> is that up there because I think that was studio ready
1: no it's not I need to I only did that one little camera recording of that but yeah I, I should really put in the the full uh full studio treatment of it
2: you gotta work on your exclusivity bruh. Mm-hmm. see you can't be giving away gold like that for free You're let right. me tell you let me tell you I'm gonna put you on <laughs> put you on the level okay we're talking you gotta get a QR code put mm-hmm. that on the. That's like the only thing I know is QR codes. I've
3: yeah, QR I just discovered codes. them. Yeah. <laughs> My
2: phone doesn't, they don't work with it. So. My phone will try. It feels like the next
0: level for me. Yeah. That was such a great character, Vic, until you just totally petered off, like, <laughs> <laughs> halfway through your first suggestion. So now I'll put you on the engagement
2: metrics. All right. Oh, you'll yeah. put me on that SEO. SEO. P. All right, <laughs> that's one more. It's one farther than most uh, industry coaches will tell yeah, it's you. you know? Most intense. people don't know
1: about this. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know about the P. So this is new to me. yeah
0: you know, Aaron, Vic told me I think a week and a half ago, you guys were talking about uh, the chilling adventures oh of Sabrina yeah i mean this is briefly <laughs> what are your thoughts on it uh it's like if director degrassi got a lot of money yeah and like took on the kind of blood and guts that like every prestige style show mm-hmm. has now like even star trek yeah um and then had and washed away any kind of identity
1: yeah i watched like the first three seasons of that and it mostly like just went totally at- out of my ear just like <laughs> I remember so little I remember there's like a weird like uh the the head of the school starts like a weird fascist cult type thing at some point Um uh, I remember liking the ants like the actors who play the 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 aunties in that I thought oh really yeah enjoyable they were enjoyable time I was really disappointed because when I first watched it I was like oh, there's going to be like a fun talking cat in this and that was kind of what I was hoping for but no the cat doesn't talk so that was that was you know hard to get over that disappointment but
0: you they forget about the cat like pretty early on I know I was the, yeah. I was like what's even the point but then I watched it anyways for like three seasons so we finished it with full disassociation at yeah. the end uh it was like a series of very things are meant to be emotional, like main characters dying, but it's mm-hmm. happened without any sense of like connection. It's just, while the show is ending, people need to feel something. Right,
1: right. I think when I like, this I, this happens early on in the show, I'm pretty sure, but it's the point when I, I just, I just totally emotionally distance myself from the characters. And it was when the cheerleaders perform that hey ricky you're so fine song oh fuck i forgot about that yeah and that, and then that that was just like the moment where i'm like that's i'm i'm out i'm mentally checked out but like i'm going to keep watching it because i do enjoy like the bisexual betrayals that happen in the show i'm always down for a nice like bisexual betrayal of any kind um there's a trans character which is neat that's cool but you know <laughs> the show kind of sucks <laughs> overall <laughs> i would say but when do um, they show up oh they're early on um he he transitions kind of over the course of the show um so it's kind of like a like a b plot or a c plot um but like the
0: storyline is dropped pretty quickly yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah. (laughs) and what else do you like about that show I can't remember. There's one other thing. When
2: does uh When does Sabrina join a band for like half an episode? That's what Dan was uh, talking about. Every
1: every now and again, I think she'll kind of sing a song or something. It's like that, yeah. I think all all teen dramas now have to kind of shoehorn in like random Glee moments, basically. <laughs> where this, Very like accurate. Sing like Wonderwall for no
0: reason or some shit. Yeah, they did. Uh not no they did they did Ricky in the uh in the cheerleader but they did um my Sharona
1: oh my god no yeah I remember that now
0: yeah and then Uh I I don't know if you missed this but they did there's a scene that's like set it's like a wedding for like a 200 year old witch and yeah I think I did see that yeah where they they play radio gaga by Queen, oh my God. in hell, and there's just like these two hundred year old witches that yeah. all look like fourteen year olds clapping and <laughs> yeah.
2: That, that is where that song belongs.
1: <laughs> in hell, it truly is prestige television. Like, this is truly the golden age of television. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. what
3: Mad Men
0: brought us. Mm-hmm.
1: And I think, like, it's one of those shows where Sabrina, like, the main character, just gets more and more unlikable as the show goes on. Oh, I was getting
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like, why, it's not not why I stopped watching Orange is the New Black, but it's like the similar thing that happens in Orange is the New Black, which is just, like, the main character just becomes, like, like, why are we focusing on this obnoxious person? (laughs) (laughs) Damn. She's a good actress.
2: Ooh, which, which one?
0: Which
2: yeah. Kiernan Shipka. That's Sabrina. Oh. <laughs> For that, Nobody would have guessed.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: she's like, yeah, she's a solid actress. I don't have any like complaints about her acting or anything like that. I think it's I think it's the script that's the main
2: problem. <laughs> I'm getting this from the first half of the first episode. Mm. Yeah. Which is which is where I got a Yeah,
1: no, that's a bus. Fair. that's
2: that's a good that's a good spot it's a good butt stuff i guess butt stuff
0: (laughs) aaron did you get to the point where like the cousin just develops the strangest like speech impediment but sticks with it
1: was that the british cousin yeah the
2: british cousin who's like hmm i wonder if he's gay until they like have that gay scene just yeah just like dropped in
3: yeah
2: uh, i wonder if
1: this is a queer coded character
2: Hmm. hmm yeah yeah
1: he's he's responsible for at least one of the bisexual betrayals if i recall correctly um i don't know if i remember him getting you need to start a column
2: (laughs) you know in a local weekly yeah (laughs) because bisexual betrayals will will take you far that is a that is a headline grabber
1: yeah (laughs) i write an article for ultra about all the bisexual betrayals in general yeah just in history (laughs) in your life in my
0: life the other day just those things i see i think at some point in the third season he starts talking kind of like uh we're the old guy who opens time warp has this whole like monologue
3: oh yeah
0: yeah so he, he, he goes from talking like this to talking like this for like 16 <laughs> episodes oh my god i do not remember that he has a wand and he holds it like a single wolverine claw as well <laughs> there's, there's so many bizarre choices that just yeah. pass through the editing phase
1: yeah that's so funny that's so funny but i like i, I i'm a sucker for like um teen supernatural nonsense like it sucks it sucks me in it really does hey, have you have you watched teen wolf no, I have not, actually. The Ham, see, that,
2: that one was promised to me. Like that, I'm, here, I'm thinking that might be it, though.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't it?
2: think it gets better than that.
1: What about Teen Wolf 2? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like have it. to think about that for real right now. Is Teen Wolf... Is, is Michael J. Fox in that? Is that what I'm thinking of? Okay.
2: Yeah. I should watch yeah. that. I haven't watched that. There is a great scene where he's trying to buy underage beer well the, the beer is of age he isn't of age and uh he like kind of wolfs out for a second it's pretty oh good my God. uh yeah. and he like uh van surfs or whatever which is fucking awesome That is
1: very funny i think that's the it, only-
2: it's, a, it's an incredible movie
1: oh nice yeah i gotta watch that i gotta put down my list of movies to watch C wolf
2: <laughs> <laughs> like what comes after teen wolf Adult
1: wolf, young wolf, like just like young Sheldon,
0: quarter life wolf, <laughs> vice president of operations, wolf.
2: Oh, midlife wolf
1: is so
0: depressing. <laughs> Moving up the ladder, he's got a convertible. Honestly, I, think mid, I think midlife
1: wolf would, would be a big box office success. I think I think we could probably pitch this to someone and make a decent movie. <laughs>
3: wolf
2: Z. Or just
0: wolves. Wolves. Oh Wolf Z. Yeah. I thought, yeah you Wolf said, Z. I thought you said Wolf C, like like the reference to the meme from like two thousand and four. see That's uh that that's a lot earlier than anybody on Talking
3: about <laughs> <is> Born.
2: <laughs> oh, I do know what that it's is. It's weird my mind went there
3: too. That's <laughs> so fucked up that I was thinking the oh same thing. I was like, "Don't say goatsey."
1: I only recently, like, I've known about goatsy for my whole life, and I spent a good portion of my early internet years just like carefully avoiding goatsey. But I finally looked at the image, and I'm like, "That's actually not as bad as I was expecting."
0: Yeah, I saw it earlier this year for the first time too. I was I'm like, like, "I'm ready." I didn't seek it out. I was just like, I clicked on somebody's like uh, Twitter bio yeah, and yeah. they just had like their link was an imager link i was like oh okay, let's see what they posted and it was go- trust see. this link yeah yeah this person seems like a nice person the
1: best thing about the goats image is the guy's wedding ring <laughs> 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 it's so good imagine imagine
0: like right you yeah know, i'm dying you you died just
2: man. through friends and then you find it <laughs> out
1: there you, i miss most of that <laughs>
0: What did, you, what did you
2: say? Sorry, say that again. I'm saying just imagine running into someone or meeting someone through friends, and then you find out they're the person. That would be that would be honored. They are Goatsy.
1: I would be so honored if I
2: had
0: met Goatsy. Like, <laughs> that's, that's you know, it's pretty fucking cool, <laughs> I think. Would you hang out with them, or would you just be like, yeah, I met you, now I'm good?
1: and Yeah, I probably wouldn't. I mean, he's... And would you shake hands? Yeah, I would shake hands, because I would have hoped that he washed his hands in the last... 20 or 30 years probably at least once
0: early last year (laughs) yeah since at least covid happened i hope he's been washing his hands there were so many advertisements for washing hands yeah these were the quaint things that everyone was arguing before we had the vaccine i know i have not heard about washing hands (laughs) since may of last year yeah
1: yeah it's almost like it's like it's obviously like telling to when you go back and like watch some like in 2018 or 2019 documentary and it's just like the naivety of like oh they don't know that we're about to go into a whole freaking pandemic. But then like the that those first few months of the pandemic just like all of the weird advertising and messaging that came out of that. I think it's aged even worse <laughs> than like fucking washing your hands. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of <laughs> town you think we're gonna do that? No I watched this um documentary on uh fungus and mushrooms just i think it's just called fungus or something and two things about this documentary first of all is that all of like the the mushroom experts in it they refer to it as fungus or fungi and i was i was like am i being gaslit like is this (laughs) is it (laughs) has it been like fungi this whole time um and then later hey, on, English? no, yeah, they're English. They're, they're just my colleges, like professional people who professionally deal with what is, I guess, fungi. And
3: it's a I don't know. G. yeah,
1: yeah. It's weird, weird shit. But um, you know, the second part of this um, documentary was going into that kind of like mushrooms can cure anything sort of territory. Um, mm. And they were talking about how like this team is, they're using mushrooms to be able to detect and prevent the next pandemic whenever that happens. And then, like, they're, they, they, I kid you not, they cut away to this clip of George W. Bush talking about, like, a pandemic preparation program or something that he had in place. And I'm like, my guys, you don't even know. You don't even know. Like, this documentary came out in, like, 2019 or something. So I was just like, just give it a few months. I don't see your mushrooms helping us right now. <laughs> Yeah, those guys were mighty silent <laughs> since uh, the end of that year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were gonna say George Soros.
1: Oh my god, no. But I'm sure he I'm sure he's on shrimps right now. Yeah, I'm sure he's out there on shrimps. I have been gained mad checks from George Soros, it's been awesome. For putting the vaccine yeah, in, for, in your body.
3: <laughs> <yeah>.
1: <laughs> he paid me straight up. He's like, take this vaccine. I'm like, Yes, yes, George. Yes, Daddy. I'll do it. I'll
3: do anything you ask me to.
2: Experimental gene therapy. I
3: love to that's, that's what we
2: call this guy. <laughs> it's because his name is Gene, for those that don't get it out there. I
1: don't. I
2: don't know our boy Gene over
0: here. Oh, that Gene. Upside down, yeah. <laughs> Upside down, Gene. I know, it's, 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 hard,
2: it's hard to tell. Oh, I, I didn't get it either. Yeah. Oh. there he is. There's that Gene. Woke
1: up the bat. <laughs> At first I wish I could fix this, but now I kind of like it. It's good, because from where I'm, my screen is, you're kind of coming out from Danny in like a, it's aligned pretty nicely. <laughs> it's like a very,
3: who's that Who's that's, that? my,
2: that's, that's my fucking dog wow what a. that's he, what are that's you what doing right, right now it's, it's it's what i'm not doing is i'm not paying any attention to him and it's what he does if you leave him alone in a room for like over 15 minutes It's this existential howl of, I am so alone in this world.
1: I do that too when I'm left alone for any number of of minutes (laughs) and start screaming. (laughs) To the sky. Yeah. Bark at the
0: moon. Yeah. Vic, if you want to go get your dog, we can turn the last like 15 minutes of this show into a dog show. (laughs) Oh, bring him over here. Yeah. Yeah. Have a Surprise guest
3: star. This is great.
2: We can see he, he won't make any noise if you ask him to. What kind of dog is he? He's a cockapoo, mostly cock.
1: <laughs> uh... <laughs> twisted first, uh, What twisted eleven-year-old came up with the name cockapoo for a <laughs> dog? It's like, <laughs> come on.
2: They're all like that. I mean, what do you get when you get a first of all a Shih Tzu?
1: I know it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, you're Absolutely gonna tell unwind. me you're gonna tell me that's Mandarin
2: or something? No, nah, it has shit in the name. Shih Tzu me- meets a Pomeranian. What do you get? Get a shit palm, okay? I don't wow. make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and I've, I've known a couple. They're, they're, they're the cutest. They sound pretty cute. So he's mostly Spaniel, and that accounts for the, the temper. Yeah, I had a cover yeah.
1: Spaniel, and then she was, um, she, she had a vendetta against the world. Definitely, <laughs> definitely did not, um, was not super friendly.
2: Oh, don't I? No, no, he's super friendly. He's just mad antisocial when it comes oh. to dog socials. Park, mm. park socializing
3: yeah
2: you can't get him to uh to like you know to hang out with anybody's pets which is great i like that he carves his own path
1: yeah you know paving your own way rugged individualism but yeah he's (laughs) pulling yourself up by your bootstraps
2: (laughs) he's he's half. Cormac McCarthy half uh, a Atlas shrug. <laughs> He's concerned for me because I'm staring at a screen and there's you know faces looking back at me. Right. He, you know, I could have a phone in my hand. He'll slap it down. Like he really's on that whole. You know, the screen steals your soul. Oh. Well, he's just like
1: I wonder know, how much she knows because wants, wants you to live in the moment. He's like one of those people that's like, oh, "You pray, love, live, these, love, laugh." Kids these days are always staring at their phone, but they're never staring at at um my butt, my butt. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is what's wrong with the kids these days, you know? Uh,
2: yeah, don't let anybody hear you say
1: <laughs> this. Isn't being recorded, is it? This
2: is, no. <laughs> This is a private
0: conversation, all right. Thank goodness, Aaron. Is there anything you feel obligated to promote or, or excited about?
1: Yeah, I'm excited, um, about our Lord and Savior. <laughs> no, I've got, um, hold on, finish your sentence. I didn't catch that. <laughs> um, since the pandemic started, I've actually been collaborating with uh, Luke Cuda, who I've been, um, we have a show coming up with in October. Um, so, that's we've been working on, on a little album together. Um, I'm going to be making some videos for that. And that's coming along really cool. That's something I'm extremely excited about because she's a wonderful musician. And it's been an absolute delight working with her. And I cannot wait to share that stuff when it's ready. What kind of music is it? It's like um, kind of like electronic experimental pop sort of stuff. A lot of like dreamy synths and glitchy vocals and peculiar sounds. Sweet.
0: And then yeah. what Danny asked. Oh, I asked if this one also has anything to do with Star Trek. And that's not like a, that's not a cheeky no, no. <laughs> question. I actually really love the No, DS9 absolutely. One. We have
1: talked about Star Trek. I think um, everything that Luke Krakuta does incorporates some element of Star Trek into her work. Uh, I'm also like a, I'm a fan of Star Trek, not as much as she is, but certainly I enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah it'll you know it's definitely um star trek uh tinged There's these
0: little note
1: there's notes of star trek in there
0: that that record not on its own was gorgeous cantana yeah 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 I think so yeah um yeah no it was that and i also just appreciate it because that gs9 is the best one.
1: <laughs> it's the it's the one i haven't seen
0: much of but i've been i've been wanting to yeah it's we we've usually watch oh. it just to chill mm-hmm. out at the end of the day it's like a very like if you compare it to something modern that i mean ds9 ends up taking like a fucking serialized approach yeah, yeah. at the end where a story carries through star trek is an easy show to tune out oh, to after like a long yeah. day
1: yeah i used to do it i used to do that with the next generation just like exactly you know, yeah throw it on and chill i grew up on on voyager mm-hmm. when i was a kid my my parents and i would always just like sit down at nine o'clock and watch star trek voyager
0: uh and i have no clue if that if that one holds
1: up or not i haven't seen it since i was a
0: child but... oh we're watching that one now actually uh, oh yeah yeah we just finished the ds9 run through and like um getting used to that show and it's much more angry yeah uh like political vibes and then going into voyager which starts off like really wanting to be optimistic and like um, right like the next generation, it's yeah. kind of jarring at first. Very how it like can do, but it, mm-hmm. it picks up once you get used to whoever, like whoever is on set, which yeah, is something sure. Sabrina never did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's very true. Gene, you've been remarkably silent. Is there anything you want to talk about?
2: Do me? I have to watch the Sabrina thing?
0: No, absolutely not. <laughs> I've been encouraging him to. <laughs> Does
2: Melissa Joan Hart
0: make an appearance? No, the the other ants from that from the old show make an appearance. For real? In, like, the fourth season. Yeah, it's in the fourth season. You God, have I to really it. earn it. <laughs> you have to earn
1: it. It's definitely not the worst show out there, but, like, that's, a, you know, there's, like, a billion shows out there, so that's not saying anything. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just skeptical of everything now.
2: What's the worst show? And why is it Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's a spicy take i agree though it is the worst show it's about nothing how can you make it what were they thinking making a show about nothing
2: in new york come on
1: come on there's so many there's so
2: many (laughs) storylines so many things people falling in love every day now friends
1: that really makes you care you know Friends makes you care so hard, so hard. I haven't cared since that More. show went off. Yet.
2: six, six individuals. Okay, Joey, Nancy, <laughs> Phoebe, Mark,
1: Pedro. I'm, so, I'm such
2: a carry. And Lance, I love them all.
1: My favorite was Atticus Ross
2: on this show. You know when he came in and he swept, swept Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Off her feet at, in front of that fountain. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I just hope, I just hope it gets the reunion it deserves. Truly, truly, me too,
1: me too. I might die if it doesn't. Oh, I, I will, I will collapse. <laughs> I
2: will harakiri on the spot because that is what this fandom means to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah now no. go and inspire that in a person, Seinfeld. <laughs> Cynical son of a bitch, you heartless person yeah. or whatever you are. I've never watched that show, I'm not exactly sure what what that's all about. Or are they postal workers?
1: <laughs> one of them is, I think.
2: That, that's his, a New York job, right? And his best friends are talking yeah. pie. Yeah, the racist one, right? Yeah. <laughs> he was in Braveheart, right? Kramer?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was the main, he was the main guy. He was the brave heart. Oh man. <laughs> All right. I'm going to I'm going to cut it. Right. Well, this cool. has been fantastic. Thanks,
0: Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome having me on. Yeah, this was very fun. <laughs>